Pods, 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 pods for support. Welcome to episode seven of Pods for Support. Today is going to be a very special episode because today Shitting and I are joined by two special guests for an exclusive preview of the conversation card game Small Talk. In collaboration with the National Council of Social Services Beyond the Label, Small Talk has created a special expansion pack to the conversational card game, which focuses on promoting open dialogue about topics surrounding mental health in Singapore. Yeah, so the purpose of this card game is to actually encourage meaningful conversations about mental health, where players can discuss mental health conditions and its impact on our society. But this is also a great chance for players to reflect on their personal beliefs and attitudes towards people with mental health conditions, and understand the different perspectives of fellow players. Yes. With curiosity, honesty, and an open mind, we can really build on our personal knowledge, learn from other experiences, and increase our empathy towards people around us with mental health conditions. Okay, before getting into the details of the conversation card game, shall we introduce our two guests? Yes, yes. Today we have with us Fauzi and Joel, who have agreed to join us in playing the condensed version of this card game. Would you guys like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Oh, <laughs> so serious. Yes. You go first. You go first. Okay, uh, I'm Fauzi. Uh, most people will know me from the Smart Local. Um, I'm all over the internet on YouTube, Instagram, now on TikTok been doing this for about six years now and then over the years um, I have come across many different types of people and mm. I think um, I've learned a lot I would say yeah in my six years I think I've grown a lot both uh, mentally and physically mm, okay uh, well I'm not very smart but I am a local <laughs> okay so I do uh, PR and events and also special projects mm-hmm. and um, actually I, w- I just graduated from NTU two three years ago but awesome. yeah thanks for having us um, this won't be the first time that uh, Fauzi and I will be on a podcast but <gasps> we have done a podcast together ep- episode together before oh. but this one is a lot more um, wholesome I would say <laughs> Oh. Okay, so let's dive right into the game. Yeah, okay, so we have passed you mm-hmm. as a card. So um, there's, it reflects the current level of your literacy towards mental health. Right. So you can pick whether you are new to this topic, whether you want to learn more, ready to take action, or wondering what you can do to help. So yeah, you can just pick. Yeah, this is hard. I feel mm-hmm. like I lie in a spectrum between this, like some of these statuses. Okay, I've chosen I want to learn more, which okay. says I have some idea of what I want to do, but I need to find out more. And myself, uh, so I, I chose, I wonder what I can do. Um, I have some knowledge, but I don't know what I can do. Cool. Mm, yeah. Nice. Okay, so yeah. right now in front of us, we have arranged like cards of different difficulty levels in mm. the circle. So in the middle, these are the level one introduction cards. So it's like icebreakers. Okay. And then like outside is the level two and three cards, which are arranged like alternate. Lee. Okay. Yeah. All these cards will put them face down so that there's, you know, secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> and we will take turns to picking the card. So we will pick from the inner circle first, sure. as mentioned. Then we can like just take a step out or we can just continue. Cool. Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. Um yeah, feel free to share like whatever you're comfortable with. Mm. Mm, like I'm I mean, I am of the opinion that I'm already on the internet, right? <laughs> I share so many things about my life already. There's nothing else I need to hide. Right, yeah. so I'm I'm a very I'm very open in general, and I mm. do like to talk and have conversations, and so I I'm, I'm down I'm down. Mm. Yeah, I'm okay. ready. Sensation. 
Okay, so yeah, these questions like they are icebreakers. They are mm-hmm. also questions about personal experience, um, community, mental health conditions, and also like the social impact of this. Cool. Yeah. So it's represented by the different icons <sighs> here, actually. Okay, cute. Oh, cute. let's break some ice. Okay, <laughs> the ice is already broken. <laughs> yeah, we all know <laughs> each other. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Okay. So okay, Joe can pick up. Oh right. Okay. Yes. Oh no, this is a self-question. Okay. So it's all in good time. Mm. Which part of the day or week do you look forward to? Ooh, good question. Yeah. You want to answer first? Yeah, I I know mine. Oh. I I look forward to like midnight. Like Because it it gets quiet. Mm -hmm. So the rest of the world is like pretty much silent. And I have all... It it feels like I have me time. You know, and, Mm. and also like I would say... At at the very core, I am a creative person, and I feel like I get very very creative when it's nighttime, and like the world is like silent. Yeah, yeah we so are completely op- Yeah, no, we are completely opposites. Oh, he is very much a night person. I'm mm. very much a morning person. Mm. Yeah, you look like the kind of you feel like you feel like the morning. morning I I type. like to have things going in on my right, life. Right, right. Yeah, so. I would say I'm morning person lah. Mm-hmm. I I feel like every time I wake up, it's like a fresh start to the day. Yeah. Whatever ha- bad things happen the previous day, you can forget about it and like start again. Mm. Right. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel as well. Really? Oh, you? Yeah, actually, actually, we are also like the I complete think, opposite. No, I yeah, I'm like. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I actually feel like I really have a refresh button every morning. Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree. Completely agree. Yeah, she's always asleep by like midnight. <laughs> like she's asleep and then I'm like I'm working until like late at night. Right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, like what you said, the world is quiet. Like yes. I can really, I'm so productive. Yeah. They were exactly like the <laughs> yeah, opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. okay. Yeah, we can go to the next question. Y'all can pick. Let's do, let's do a community one. Okay, let's do a community I... one. Let's do this one then. Okay, the question is, ooh, close ranks. Do you have any family, friends, or colleagues with a mental health condition? How are you supporting them? Um, I, I, I would take this in like two ways. I feel like I definitely do have people I know um, who have um, mental health conditions or um, whether they explicitly make it known to me mm. or they don't. But um, you can kind of tell, right, when someone mm-hmm. is not having the, I would say, they're not like exactly in the right frame of mind or mm-hmm. anything. And sometimes it's very hard to identify these people unless they explicitly like express it. Yeah. Um, because there is such a stigma still when it comes to expressing um, you suffering from a mental health condition. So how am I supporting them? Mm. Honestly, it's just by being there for them. You know, I mean, being, uh, I guess, offering a listening ear if they feel like they they need someone to talk to, they need someone to, you know, just um, express their feelings to. And I'm completely fine. I, I, I love that. I feel like I am rather an empathetic person in, in, in nature. I am quite an empathetic person in nature. Mm. So I do like to listen to people's stories and just just let them talk to me. Lah. Sometimes they just need someone to talk to, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Sometimes I also need someone to talk to, you know. I try like, to keep keep in touch with them and, you know, keep track of how they're doing. Just ask them, like a simple how are you doing today mm. kind of thing. Just a everyday chit-chat thing, yeah. Mm. I feel like you shouldn't treat them differently. It's, yeah. it's a matter of like, do not 
place judgment on them just because this is what they're going mm. through. Mm. And I agree with what you said because it's like they have this mental condition but it's not them. Like it doesn't define like who they are as a person. So right. we shouldn't like see them as oh you are someone with this. Like mm. because it's just like a part of their lives. Uh, it's yeah. not them, you know. The best advice I'll say is like you have a good group of friends uh, who you see on a regular basis right mm. just make sure you guys keep each other in check la. if anybody yeah. is feeling I guess it is okay to express how you're feeling to people I think Do you, have any w- thoughts? you you basically said everything how about yourself like personal personal I mean I mean yeah like I think it's just like being there for them right mm. and being, giving like a listening ear sometimes you you just kind of like make fun of each other and you make like comments that kind of like jab, jab at them and then like at the end of the day it's like if you normalize it and if when they open up and you don't react in a weird way, yeah. then that, that, that in the long run like gives them like, a, oh, like maybe it's not that weird to like you know, sure. open up. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's from my personal experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Maybe you can move to the next go, question. Go for yes. it. Let's go for it, the sun one. Uh, okay. What's that one? Uh? Oh, that's mm. just uh, general. About ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Mind the myths. Okay. What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about persons with mental health conditions? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Intense. That's a tough. That's a tough question, actually. Mm-hmm. Biggest and not just like a misconception. <laughs> the biggest misconception. Yeah. Um. That they are not functioning adults. So functioning mm. human beings, uh, because of their mental health uh, condition, they are unable to function as a normal human being. Mm. Um. Like I think we we mentioned this earlier. Oh, we mentioned this a little bit earlier on about how the mental health condition doesn't define them. Yeah. Um. A lot of people tend to tend to, um use this mental health condition that they have as the the overarching category for this person you know mm-hmm. they kind of pigeonhole them into think into this box where they say like oh this guy's a me- like has a mental health condition they are unable to do a b c d e f g mm. where it's not true la. Yeah. it is not like 99 it doesn't define them you know like it's maybe one percent of who they are mm. i would say yeah yeah. Okay, I have mine. Go for mm-hmm. it. So m- mine is um the fact that it's how people would dismiss people with uh mm. mental health conditions as like oh they're trying to just have an excuse. <gasps> right. Like yeah, that that pisses me off so right, much. Just like right, stop. Right. You know? Right, yeah. Right. So like obviously, and I think that um it's also something that you know we would only understand with m- with more people like sharing their experiences mm. right like like oh what is it really like to go through what i'm going through and with that then i understand that like oh you know it's actually such a serious problem yep. that um and uh, and i think that and i actually don't really blame people for 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 yeah. being dismissive mm-hmm. yeah. only because you know you 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 judge other people based on your experiences. Correct, correct. So if someone has never gone through what depression is or what anxiety feels like, then you wouldn't be able to understand what, what these people are explaining to mm. you. And I get that, you know, it's, yeah. it's very hard to put yourself in, in a place of like um, empathy and also sure. like to, to put yourself in their shoes, right? Mm. If you have never felt that emotion before, yeah. right? It's like, it's like love. It's like, you know, when, you, when you've been there, then you understand, oh, this is why someone like behaves a certain way when they're in love, right? right. Right. And then in the same way, it's like, you know, when you go through um, anxiety, depression, whatnot, it's like only when you've reached that, that, that level, then you can empathize, I feel. Yeah. But but the best that I think people can do is to to kind of not 
approach that conversation um, already with like preconceived notions in mind mm. um, and more so like try to like empathize I think over the years as more and more people started like opening up and I think it's a, a result of, of social media whereby yeah. everybody kind of have their own platform and, and voice now so you kind of hear so much uh, more today than, mm. than you would like 10 years ago right yeah. and with that then I feel like as a whole or as society as, as a society we kind of um, are able to empathize a bit more on so many different levels and one of them would definitely be people who, who have mental health conditions okay yeah. So actually, I think it's probably like the step that we need to take. It's really just to approach like these people with an open mind. Yeah. And when they go to you, like, even though we can't really understand yeah. how exactly they are feeling, at least like just be there and listen to them and avoid like passing judgments. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will that. pick a the self question. Okay. Yeah. Like Ooh, level three. Level three. Oh no, wow. I'm scared. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> down but not out. Recall a recent setback in your life. How did you face it? Okay, like, maybe I, I will talk a bit. I, mine is, I think, maybe it seems s- superficial, but um, <clears throat> it is not. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think I, I, the past couple of years have... I think it's work. It's really honestly work-related. I think there were periods of time where I felt like um, I wasn't able to perform my best. Mm-hmm. And I put a, lot of my pre- I put, put a lot of pressure on myself. Wherever, I think, because for me, it is my first job. And there's a lot of pressure for me to, you know, always be better and do better. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it is tough. Like, it is tough because I think I am the kind of person that... Um, will always have a problem saying no. Mm. I will always say yes to work. Um, even though I know that it's going to be s- stretching my time out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really going to have to squeeze a lot of things in my schedule. Uh. So there was a period of time where I really did, 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 did realise that um, I had to stop. Mm. I had to really make conscious decisions to say no to certain things that were not going to add value to my life. Um, And that is particularly, that's one of the reasons why I decided to, you know, um, schedule my life. How Mm. I did it was like, I think um, when I didn't have schedules, um, I pretty much just like, even if I went home, I'm just going to do work, right? I'm just going to schedule more things to do work work related. Uh, And that's why I I decided to actively make the decision to go and put myself, um, put uh, myself time for me. So whether it is going for class, whether it's learning Thai, learning a new language, or whether it's going to learn musical theatre, I think learning to me was something I felt like is an escape Mm. from um, thinking about work. I can completely turn off work for a moment and just focus on developing a new skill. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I actively did to help myself, you know, realize that I can claim back the time that I, 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 that I can use for my own time, for my own things, my own interests. I think it's very important for that. Nice. Mm. Nice. I can't really recall like a specific setback, Mm. but I, I do think that with every setback that I face, um, I, I, I have a very, like my go-to is just always to see every setback as kind of like a motivation to problem solve. Yeah, you know, because you would know that I'm very like if I if I set my mind on something, I'll make it happen. You're, you're like quite an analytical person, are you? Like a, a bit. I, I feel like I'm very very uh like 
hungry for achieving my goals. Yeah, right. I so, like that. So if let's say I want to eat McDonald's today, I'll do it. I'm that kind, <laughs> right? I mean, well, yeah. yeah. Live your life that way, man. So, mm. so for example, like if I have a certain idea that I want to do. Mm. Even if it like even if I fail like five six times mm. like I I won't be like okay time to move on like I want to see it through and I want to make yeah. it happen yeah um so I'm that kind where um I see every setback as like kind of a learning lesson mm. and then I you know try to understand what went wrong and then move forward with yeah. it yeah so um. Even like some some issues that I've been facing for I would say like years now, it's like every time I just like stumble a little bit, I'm like, yeah, no worries. Like, I don't know where I picked up this mentality from. I recognize that it's a good mindset to have. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. like, um, just dust dust it off and just move on. Yeah. Um, I would say that one of the toughest ones w- like took me like one year to recover, like right. like headspace wise. Right. But even after that. You know, after the trauma, after like everything, and it's just like, yeah. yeah, you know what? Let's try again. Thank you. Next. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's not permanent. You know. Mm. I mean, I think life, life will ca- carry on. Right. Right. I don't think any any bad things that has happened, uh, should should like, completely stop you from being able to do yeah. what you want to do, what you want to achieve in life, lah. Let's do this one. Okay. Cute. Pep talk. Ooh. What words of support would you share? With someone who has a mental health condition, mm. I think we, we kind of like covered this a little what bit earlier. A little, but that's more of like, uh, how would you support them? But ah, okay. Not the words specifically. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Some wholesome okay, content let's, let's ahead. Not, let's not role play because I feel like I will cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so so I'll, I'll say this. Like, um, I have had these kinds of like pep mm. talks with a lot of like close friends and as even in people giving you the pep talks or you I giving? give oh, the okay. pep talk mm. yeah I mean both both ways really okay, okay, like, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. honest yeah. Um, and in those situations I feel like the words of support I'll do is I'll, I'll give is that I'll just be uh, just be like normal about it just acknowledge like um, that they ch- that they chose you to open up to, yeah. And then um, the next thing will be like, okay, like you know, what can I do to help? I mm. think that's always like, um, because something that I learned as well, and I and I, I was guilty of this also yes, is that yes. like you know when you I guess you're kind of like similar in the way whereby people come to you to talk to you, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. like when when people used to do that, my first reaction would be like, okay, how do I help? I help by giving advice, and that's mm. I've mm. learned that that's the wrong thing to do yeah. because like like sometimes all they really, really need is a listening ear and yeah, not really yeah. advice. And like you may not even be qualified to give like qualified advice, right? right? right. So um, yeah, so like. Uh, what I've learned over 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 time is that like you know, um, asking specifically what they need and also to direct them to um, the correct channels to seek professional help mm. is a lot better than you know giving your opinion on things which sometimes might be like unsolicited or so. <laughs> Joel, <laughs> calling you out, but like, like note to self is yeah, it? note to self. So so yeah, like like things like that. It's o- it's only like. Um, these these are things that I I learned only because of m- more conversations coming yeah, up, right? Yeah, yeah. And that and that's why I'm such a, like uh, an advocate for uh, mental health conversations continuing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because imagine like someone like myself who is mm. like 
naturally curious and and wanting to find out more what more and then and then i had to find out only through conversations what more someone who you know doesn't really care so it's like the only way that we can continue you know raising awareness um spreading the word is to keep on talking about it yeah, and, yeah. In, in, and in any form yeah la, i think I, I i don't know much what more to add but i think mm-hmm. um don't judge their feelings are valid yeah um However, they're feeling is however they're feeling. They wouldn't be. A- I mean, you wouldn't be able to understand a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just as simple as just if they are your friend, right? You should be able to just empathize and listen. Uh, again, don't place judgment. Mm-hmm. Don't try to force solutions on them. Yeah. Yeah. That summed it up. Yeah. Quite yeah, yeah. Perfectly. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Okay. My okay. turn. My turn. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go here. Necessary aids. When you're going through a rough patch, how would you like to be supported? Oh, oh my god, this is me every time, by the way. Mm. How would I like to be supported? It's just some days I just want to express whatever I'm feeling. And I don't necessarily need a reply. I just want mm. someone to be there and just listen. Mm. Um, and that's okay. La. And honestly, I'm very happy with that. Mm. And yeah, I have a close group of friends who I will express this. Um, be, whether it be a, by a text or whatever, I'll just say like, I'm I'm having a bad day. Um, all I need them to say is like, "Hey, it's okay. Um, when you're ready to talk, you can talk to me." That's mm. all I need someone to tell me, right? That mm. if I needed someone to talk to, they are gonna be there for me. Chocolate, so lah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to be that person right. If my my friends are having a bad day, mm. I will always make up go out of the way to oh. go and get them like a, a chocolate bar. Oh, that's candy. so sweet! Oh. Like yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, like nobody, nobody as. Even if it's like a small gesture, yeah, right. It's just like a, a small chocolate bar, mm. or whatever. You buy them your, their favorite candy. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help them just cope with it a little bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not the solution, yeah. but at least it will help them dis- distract right. themselves from you know whatever they're feeling for the moment, lah. And also just for them to feel like someone cares. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And especially like if you say favorite candy, like I've been on the receiving end of my mm. favorite candy when so- when I wasn't feeling so good. I I remember feeling really crappy, and then mm. like my friends got me like my favorite candy. I was yes. like, wow! Like and then right. it, it just instantly makes you feel better. Right. You know? So yeah, it's mm. great. No wonder it is basically just being thoughtful in, yeah, their, yeah, yeah. in the way they treat you. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes like you may not be ready to talk about certain things mm. yet, so it's just like the support of the close friends around you, like doing yeah. stuff that. You know that you appreciate, like yeah, it really means a lot. Mm. Yeah. Oh, nice! That was short. And yes, I mean it's beautiful, straightforward, lah. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Care options, right? Oh. So, if you were diagnosed with a mental illness, oh. who would you prefer to speak to? So they give you like six different options. Oh, wow. So it's like a parent or a partner, a friend or a sibling, religious leader, a therapist, a chatbot, or a helpline. Oh my! But I think we can think about it from a logical point of view. Like but, if you were ever to. But the thing is, right? I feel like I cannot generalize how some people would right. prefer. But but this question is like if, if it's you, you. Though. oh it's me yeah. oh if it's me uh. yeah yeah so huh. I, okay I think the, the the important thing to note is that like, I feel like none of these um, options are wrong options. Yeah right? yeah yeah. So yeah, I yeah. Think it's okay, important to that, that's, that's important to establish that mm-hmm. first right right. right. So mm-hmm. like um, if you want to open up to someone like you should definitely do it with someone that you feel the most comfortable doing so with. Sure. So, um, if like, let's say an option is, an, if an option makes you uncomfortable, then that shouldn't be a choice, I would say. Right. That, right. That's how I feel about it. Sure. Uh, when I look at it from like every, 
every when I when I consider every single option, I realize that actually, right, there are different there are different results that you can get from opening up to each one, mm. and there's different intention in going to each one as well. Right, and um, like in a sense, right, actually, it, I would open up to all six actually if I it, it, okay hear me out to be honest it's like it depends on what my intention is as well mm. right so like if let's say um like I I want to go I want to go to someone who's who is qualified who's trained who yeah. who can give me solution based replies yeah. then I will go definitely to therapist um, oh. Helpline, you know. Mm. If let's say I am very like embarrassed about a particular issue, or I don't feel like I want to open up to a fellow human being, maybe chatbot might be an option, right? <laughs> so like, like I right. can see you an intention in going there. It's like I don't right. want to to have another human being be yeah. privy to like my 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 issues. If it's like a parent or partner, then it's like you know, um, a bit more like I would say. L- Serious life stuff Okay okay um, Friend or sibling Is just like A listening ear mm-hmm. And like Religious leader I would say It's just for like Like guidance right Like in yeah. general Like hey yeah. you know Like I'm feeling a bit lost Like can you Like put me back On, on that path Yeah mm-hmm. So I would say that like like I can I can totally see myself Like speaking to all six actually Okay Um, And it And I would say that It would really depend on um Where I am in my life at that point where I get mm. diagnosed with a mental illness, it's like, yeah. For myself, uh, I feel like I would talk to my friends first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, to me, I don't know, I, I put a lot of emphasis, on, I put, place a lot of importance on my friends. Right. Mm. Um, only because maybe I don't, I, I, like as much as I love, I love and trust my parents, um, I also don't want to burden them with yeah. what I'm feeling at the time because they right. also have to do a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel like friends, I can a little bit be a little bit more candid, a little bit more. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, um, I can a little bit be, be a little bit more honest uh, without having to feel like they like they're gonna worry so much about me hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like my I feel like parents they will just like instantly feel like yeah. oh no, did they do something wrong? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, right? The most important thing is like if you are diagnosed with a mental health uh, condition, for sure find that person that you're comfortable mm. to talk with. Yeah. But the important yeah. part is you need to talk to someone. Yeah. yeah. Right? If exactly. you're diagnosed, diagnosed, as it's diagnosed, even if it's not diagnosed, um, it is important that you have the people around you that you trust that you can talk to. Like, if I was to, for, like, for the sake of the card game and really just yeah, choose yeah, yeah. one, I think I would go with therapist because okay. yeah. um, like, it is their job. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, so, yeah. in a sense, like, like, there's no guilt in feeling like, oh, you know, like, right, they, right. They, like you're being like a burden to this person or right. not. Like, it, it's literally their job. And right. um, it can be very transactional. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. also kind of like, um, I mean, obviously, again, like, there's no wrong answer, but uh, to me, it's like, um, this person yep. would know how to reply. They, mm. w- they would know what kind of answers to give you. Yeah. So that makes me feel a bit more like, okay, at least, you know, um, uh, I, uh, to them, it's just a job and, and like, it, it is, it, it is, um, then they would know how to navigate like a yeah. conversation like this. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I, I think I'll go with a therapist mm. if I really had to choose. But again, yeah. like yeah, all six are mm. applicable. Perhaps the idea of going to a therapist's office is so intimidating to some people. Mm. Um, what I think is so exciting today is that like you know the Zoom therapy, like sessions. a tel- tele yeah, therapy like, kind of thing. Yeah, like like virtual, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. um, like those are options out there. And if yeah. anyone's listening to this and 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 wants to consider 
consider going to a therapist but is intimidated or scared by the idea of doing so it's like um, there are options online that you can just yeah. do so in the comfort of your bedroom and nobody will know I think as a friend it's always good to also like be able to direct your friends to yeah. professional help because yes. there's sometimes like it gets like too much for you to handle as someone who is not trained yeah, yeah that a professional can provide yeah, yeah. last two last cards, two cards. Mm. Ooh, level three first oh. responder how would you respond if you found out your loved ones your loved one was diagnosed with a mental illness how would you respond if you found out your loved one was diagnosed with a mental illness um, I think that the, um, the I mean I would say that in in those situations my first reaction was always a bit of a surprise and a bit mm. of shock because um, it's just a very real and natural reaction because yeah. if let's say um, they have to come up to you to to tell you and you don't and you don't you don't recognize the symptoms or you don't see the signs it's like hmm you know like why, where did I why did I not Right, pick it up. Right. So, so that those were always my reactions. But I would say that my then my real reaction after that, I'm doing the air quotes real, mm-hmm. um, like would be to uh, uh, then just like listen and mm-hmm. then be very present when listening. Right. I think um, I, it's also one of my issues. I realized that like sometimes you know when I when I when I when I'm in conversations, right? I just like let let it fly by and then I'll just like you know like, right. answer as they go. Right. But like when it comes to like important conversations like this is so so like instrumental to that conversation that mm. you are very very present yeah. so it's like you know you don't multitask you don't have your phone next to you you don't do anything else you're literally just there and you're listening and and you have to you know be supportive i think that's all you can do um mm. uh, as, as a loved one i mean that that's how i responded to the question right yeah 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 okay yeah so so th- th- that's how I responded and how I would res- continue to respond if I ever yeah. find out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Being present. I guess if someone told you this, don't make it, a- don't make it about yourself. Mm. Does that make sense? Don't, yeah. Maybe don't feel like, oh, it's because of you or whatever. Don't, I think don't need to start placing blame on people. Um, in general, I think the fact that they are coming up to tell you it's there is that sign of trust and I think it is such a huge responsibility um, that someone is placing this trust on you lah. Mm-hmm. so I think it is out of mutual respect that you are able to you know be there for them whether it is listening or even if they don't want to tell you your thing it's just being present for them lah. okay Big ask. It's a level three. Oh. Just nice. If you could ask a person with a mental health condition one question <gasps> oh, no. to better understand him or her, what would it be? I think the question shouldn't be... How is it? The question shouldn't be in the way of getting them to give you more details, mm-hmm. right? It should be in their own time if they want to talk about it. Maybe, okay, let's not take the question too literally. Right, right, right. Maybe right. we're just uh, like, what is one thing that like we really want to understand from someone who is suffering from a mental health condition? Like, what is one thing that we want to understand from their mm. point of view? What helps? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Right, like because mm. like, everybody yeah. has like different coping mechanisms. Yeah, people, people like like the question about like uh, how would you like to be supported? Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah. Like, like even from our answers or like listening to the way you you express yourself, it's like like I'm very different in in, in, in yeah. that way. So and then we are so so alike in so many ways. Yes, yes. Um, yes. so it's very important to understand that like people differ in the way they handle you know their Correct. emotions um, and 
I would say to better understand someone would would then also be to better understand how they deal. So I think the question how how would you like to be supported? Actually, yeah, that's such, that's a, such a good yeah, question, right? It's it such is. a nice way because, yeah, help seems like there is a solution, there is a problem, right? True, but support true. is more so like, you know, like let's say if you climb a wall together, yes. support is more so like you are going to, you know, be their sho- that shoulder that they can like stand up on and climb over the wall, that kind mm. of thing. Mm. Um, yeah. So maybe that is a really good question, actually. How would you like to be supported? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. So, okay, we've come to the end of the game. Earlier on, we picked our status cards to show our level Ooh. of mental health literacy. Yes, 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 and yes, yes, to finish off now, we'll be passing you guys the reflection questions according to the status card that you picked. So, like, one more question. Yes. You can choose um, one to answer. Okay, my, my card is, I want to learn more. Uh, and the question is, what's the most important thing you learned today about mental health conditions? Uh, I think the most important thing is that, um, <laughs> I don't know if I learned this, but more so, like, I reaffirmed mm. Um, this thought about how um, different people have varying degrees of um, um, their experience with mental health conditions. Um, And I think it is not for us to place a generalization or place judgment on people. Um, I think the most important thing that we can do as human beings is to be empathetic towards people. Different people, uh, and it could mm. be any. It could be anything, right? It could be about mental health. It could be about um, anything at all, right? What kind of situations they're going through? I think empathy is something that, as a human race, we need to develop and inculcate more in our lives. So my card is: I wonder how I can help. Mm. Um, there is one question here that is quite interesting. So, like, what do you want or need to explore further about mental health conditions? Uh, as much as you and I will both agree that last year we had a lot of conversations surrounding mental health. Yeah. I would say that it is still not enough even though it's a lot. Um, there's still a lot more to be learned. There's still a lot more to be done. And I think that um, I would like to explore how to make these initiatives or uh, conversations or information accessible to not just people of our age group or generation, I would say of various generations. And I think um, not just the older ones as well, but even the younger kids in school, Mm. because it is very, very important to, I feel, to have these conversations from young so yeah I think that's that's my answer to that yeah. question I think that's yeah. okay, nice. fantastic yeah. way I mean it's yeah. really about bridging the gap between mm. where we are at as a, as a society now and the resources and educational um, information and accessibility to this kind of information how do we bring them closer together I think that's the most important thing to be honest yeah, yeah. okay that was amazing yes. thank you Joel and Fauzi for joining us in this thank very interesting you. conversation so we hope that our listeners have a clearer idea on how to play small talk now yep yeah. and uh, if you are interested and want to have a go at the full version of small talk join us at our conversation cafe with your group of friends it's a shameless plug Yeah, yeah. there will be refreshments and goodie bags provided for all participants so, so head over to our Instagram page to find out how you can sign up for our event yep. do note that this is a condensed version of the card game and mm. the actual gameplay during the event will be kept confidential amongst the players mm. so do come with an open mind and let's engage in more meaningful conversations together with your friends thank you guys for joining us once again thank and you for having us. a look out for our next episode of Pots for Support so this is Carissa and this is Shuting signing out signing out Bye. thank you Bye. Bye. 
This podcast is empowered by Central Singapore CDC and powered by the National Youth Council and Young Changemakers. It is also made in support of the National Council of Social Service and Beyond the Label.